I don't see that. Yeah, I don't see a, a romance thing between them, but I do. I, I liked that when she was when she saw the star writer, she was like, oh, I'm going to get rid of him once and for all. Didn't I tell you? And then like as soon as she saw he was in trouble, she was like, where is he? Let's go right away. It's that whole thing of like she wants to be left alone. But the minute she had the opportunity to jump in and help him, she did. Who's the man in the best mask? He's the man, the Lorian, who gets paid to do random tasks. It's the man, the Lorian. We are live with another episode of the Mandalorian After Show. It is season three, episode two, and we are here literally right after watching it. We are here to talk about this episode. Um, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, as usual. And we also got co-host Sarah Zitney, a.k.a. Miss Marauder. Sarah, Hello. Oh, feeling good. Happy International Women's Day. Today? Yes, technically. It's, it's Wednesday the 8th, yeah. Oh, I knew that it was Women's History Month. It is. It's it's, it's International Women's Day today. And that's so, why I oh. think they put this episode out today. Just yeah. Just for me. Um, we did a we did a a, a special uh women in fiction episode for the Keen Talks uh, a couple days ago. And then I released it yesterday. Did I release hmm. it today? Did I luck out and should have released it today? Maybe I released it today. <laughs> uh didn't know didn't know that today was the day neither the month was the month but um is there like an hour or like a minute no like a really no, it doesn't specific... narrow it down yeah it's at 11 45 a.m that's women's okay. history hour women's history, yeah women's international women's moment yes um <laughs> uh not only do we have amazing co-host miss marauder herself we also got nidra loves jedi nidra loves cosplay nidra loves a lot of things nidra herself <laughs> howdy hi uh how many things do you love you love jedi you love cosplay i love everything i love a lo- well i love a lot of things i love many things i love thing <laughs> do you do you have nidra loves uh Kersantin? Nidra loves Kersantin, Nidra loves Ahsoka, Nidra loves Star Wars, Nidra loves stars, Nidra loves music, Nidra loves love, you know, Nidra, uh, Nidra loves, uh, 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 Nidra loves you, Nidra loves me, uh, that, <laughs> that's, 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 uh, that's an email address that I have, uh, Nidra loves me. Uh, Are those all email uh, addresses think... you have? You've taken all those <laughs> no, screen I, names I, I and should, everything? I should actually just, I should just make that a thing where I just, uh, just grab Nidra Loves and, and make that a thing. Um, yeah. NidraLoves.me is a, a domain that I uh, actually have to renew. I, I realized today that it huh. uh, expired last month and I didn't realize it. So I actually have to renew that today. No one please uh, steal that today uh, before I can renew that. I, now that I've said it, someone's gonna go, oh, <laughs> let me just. There was uh, people, people named Nidra were listening just to like, just in case yeah. they could scoop it up. Yeah. yeah. Or like I, I know so, someone creates an acronym for Nidra. Like they're like, well, my name's not Nidra, but. It's a thing. It's the uh, it? National Electric Drag Racing Association. Yeah, it's a thing. 
<laughs> like car drag races or like, uh -huh. like oh okay yeah <laughs> yeah I feel like car drag racing with yeah. like electric drag racing vehicles interesting I didn't even know I, electric yeah. drag racing that I have a new interest now that sounds yeah <laughs> no it's um, awesome it's a weird we're going to talk about this episode. I do want to shout out, uh, we are live streaming to Twitch, twitch.tv slash The Keen Show. Uh, we got kicked off of YouTube last week. Uh, uh, we're on a one-week hiatus from YouTube. I don't know exactly why, and they won't tell me, and I've appealed the decision. Um, but I think it might be because of the song that I used, even though I asked the artist for permission. But mm -hmm. Whatever. The artist didn't oh, ask the Mandalorian for permission. I was racking my own. brain. I was like, did I say anything last week deeply offensive? And I was like, no, I we got so. cut. Like, we, we, our live stream got cut last week for YouTube. But if you want to find us, youtube.com slash the Keen Show. Shout out to Matthew X Mihan says, Nidra loves some stuff and some things. Oh, that's true. And also, hi, Matt. <laughs> um, and uh, if you're listening listening to the podcast, if you're listening to wherever you get your podcast from, uh, we're all over the place. Uh, definitely find us. Um, Nidra, how have you? How do you feel about uh, the first episode of this season? Uh, the first episode, the first episode of the season was really fun. I think uh, seeing the Anzellans again was kind of the highlight of the episode for me. Um, I'm. I'm a big uh, a big Anzellan fan. Are Mostly, you? just I I didn't yeah. It was because I I didn't really realize how brilliant the character design of them was because when you think about dealing with like electronics, how like usually when you're dealing with like hardware and you're like building something and you're having to like solder something or like deal with something really small you're using like pincers or like tweezers so like you can hold something small to something small you know and like you're using your hands to hold something small but like imagine if you're like using tweezers to like hold smaller tweezers and that's kind of like what the anzellans are doing by being so freaking tiny themselves yeah so that's why it just like I think it's brilliant character designs by them being so insanely small themselves and then like them as a species being these brilliant droid smiths. I I, yeah. I don't know. It's just like <laughs> I, I ended up in this like rabbit hole of like thinking about <laughs> them as a species being brilliant droid smiths because they're so tiny and they're able to like fit into these tiny spaces and having small equipment for their tiny little baby hands. Do they not have tweezers? What do they use? Do yeah, but I'm saying that their, twe their tweezers would be even right. smaller than our tweezers. They can get tiny tweezers because of their oh, tiny hands. So they yeah. can get even yeah. tinier. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they, they okay. could have precision that we could not dream of. Yeah. And right. I, love that they, like, I love that they all have the same, like, Babu Frick energy. I love yeah. that. Like, Babu Frick's not an outlier. They all have that energy to them. Which is delightful. Yeah, that same chaos. <laughs> That's right. None of those are Babu Frick. Mm -mm. No. I I should have realized. I don't know why I just assumed it's just Babu Frick and his boys just hanging out. <laughs> like, I watch a full. I watch a full spinoff of that though. To Babu Frick and the boys. Me too. Yeah. 
Yeah, like a reality show, like a reality yeah. show style show, like kind of like Pod Stars or something, where it's just people bringing in stuff and the yeah. big like, it, it's like, no, we can't fix this, or like them trying to like, <laughs> them like pitching different like. I now have my pitch for an animated, like a special edition, maybe animated on Disney Plus. That's like. Babu Frick's like workshop to pawn shop maybe and then like a pimp my ride type thing with Pelly and I'm like I all these side characters just doing like a one episode reality show yeah that's, oh my god I'd love it that's what I would like I thought Nidra said pod stars like pod racing <laughs> I need I need to know I need to I used to play episode one racers and I knew all the names of all those racers, you know? Uh, now it's really just like Ben Quadineros. But I need to know, like, what has happened in pod racing in the last, what, 50, 40, 50 years? Like, since episode one? Oh, like, there, was a, the, there was the Bad Batch episode where, like, Tech had his whole, like, yeah. thing. Yeah, it wasn't actually pod racing, right? It was a different it type of racing. It was literally pod racing, right? I don't right? think so. I think it was a different type of racing. I don't remember, but I remember. I mean, we got we got mentions, tech. mentions or d- indirect references to pod racing this episode. Yeah, with Boonta E. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I don't remember the exact kind of racing that Tech was doing, it but it was he ate. It was just Tech. <laughs> um <laughs> That's my boo. I'm a tech girly. Oh, was he? Was he actually pod racing? I don't remember. It just looks different. It just. I don't remember what that man was doing. No, it's called but... riot racing. <laughs> it was called riot racing. No, but he was doing it. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did really well at it. I just remember it had um, it it's had Mario Kart racing. energy, whatever it was. Mm. Yeah, not pod racing, riot racing. Yeah, but it was very. But similar. I. I I remember like I had tweeted tonight that I decided that in the same vein of like I was talking about like Pawn Stars with uh, Ed Zellens. I wanted I want a coffee table book that's just pictures of Bo-Katan in her throne in various poses just brooding. Yeah. Just like just her just chilling just like mad at the world brooding. Just a full shoot. Yeah, just her yeah. in just day to day in her different ways, just where she's just kind of gazing off into the distance, listening to her records. Yeah. Thinking about the ways that things could have been different. I want her cuddled up in that blanket. It seems to be an incre- incredibly large, incredibly soft blanket on the throne next to her. I don't know oh. if it's a blanket or a pillow, but it looks cozy. And I, oh. I want her to recline. Some I Elliot want more... Smith going. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> Bo-Katan <laughs> in her empty, echoey throne room listening to Elliot Smith is the connection I did not know that I needed until this moment. And I am now delighted. <laughs> Truly delighted. Uh, I want to see her lounging on other pieces of, like, furniture around the house. You know? Like, she or has, like, just a... just moving like, the throne to other rooms. Like, okay. <laughs> she is doing the, like... <laughs> As it's moving from room to room. <laughs> but I also imagine that she sits like that wherever she is. 
she yeah. just drapes herself yeah. on like a bar stool or like yeah yeah i can't i can't figure out my level of attraction towards bogatan because it's there i am attracted to oh it's off the ch- it's off the charts for me but like there's there's something about i don't i don't know I'm trying. I'm. I'm trying to put into words how I feel about Bo-Katan. I'm having trouble. Uh, shout out to Matthew out there. Uh, Babu Frick could be doing tool time like on home improvement. <laughs> yeah. And I want to hear a Babu Frick do like the Aru, like tool time sound. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I. Uh, Babu Frick. Uh, all right. So so. What happens in this episode? Where are we starting in this episode? Uh, he goes. I think he goes Pelimato. to Tatooine first, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... we see Pelimato run in a scam where she steals people's parts of people's speeders and then sells them back to them. Yeah, delightful. Love her. I didn't know. I didn't know she was a scammer like that. Me neither. But I love it. For her. I, feel little... like, I feel like she gave us gave us warning signs. I need to plug my laptop in. Classic. Okay. BRB. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like the level of scam that, that she was doing in this episode was a little different, right? Like, yeah. I get like upcharging <laughs> someone for, for, for services, right? Like, that's yeah. what she was doing. I thought it was, we already, I thought it was going to be, we already have the parts. So we're like scamming you that you have to wait longer and and pay for me to get the parts, but I already have them. But yeah, she straight up had them steal that off of their speeder and then sell it back to them and paint it a different color. So it didn't look the same. Right. Uh, Yeah. I wrote Pelly. She steal the parts and then sell them back. I love her. That's, that's, that's my direct quote in my notes. (laughs) um i can't i'm not mad at her about it but maybe i should i, I wouldn't want to be that guy D- true you know um also can we start putting some respect on rodians rodians they get yeah. a bad rap you know ever okay. since you Rito, got, you, you've got the little baby rodian back there i, do. I, also, I also have one of those but uh, technically it's my child's so she yeah has- yeah, Did you guys I, see the I, I Rodian couple at Star Wars Celebration? Yeah, they were amazing. With the fake Rodian baby? Oh, I didn't remember the Rodian baby. But... They were holding a Rodian. I took a picture. They were holding a Rodian baby. But it was not a real baby dressed as a Rodian. I think it was hmm. just a fake Rodian baby. Hmm. Um, One of those, probably. It looked like a baby. I will tell you, I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember a lot uh, <laughs> from from celebration for a number of reasons. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest ones being, uh, it, it, it's just, it was a lot. Uh, it was a lot. Yeah, I got it was sick. a really blurry weekend in general. So you know, it was, it was anxious. It was an anxiety inducing weekend. But uh, yeah, I, I do remember seeing quite a. Quite a few Rodians, actually, which was surprising. That's that's an ambitious cosplay. Yeah, yeah. Um, we landed on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Peli Motto shows up. We did. Peli Motto. Uh, somebody posted a video about. It was like a parody of Scott Pilgrim, but it's Din and the Seven 
gay aunts and like Kalimato <laughs> is one of them and I'm like oh yeah okay yeah the way that that Grogu like force leapt into her arms delightful Aww. delightful yeah he's yeah. just been force leaping everywhere it's great he did a lot of it's kind of like learning to walk right yeah and then it's she like, said what? who taught you that and we refuse again to say it was Luke Skywalker I, I'm cons- <laughs> I don't know why they're afraid to name drop. I guess because if you didn't watch Boba Fett, you can't just be like Luke Skywalker trained me and then move on because people will but, be I mean, like, "Who's gonna what? say? It? Like, well, who's gonna what? say it? Is he gonna be someone like someone has to say it eventually?" <laughs> <laughs> this first word. Like, right, like he hasn't really, he hasn't really like started talking basic. That's like, true. Yeah. That's true. He needs to start. I, th- I mean, Din could say something, but maybe he's trying to keep that relationship on the down low. Yeah, Is there, like, there's like he, been he's something not going to just weird. assume she's going to know him. Like, you know, like he's. Yeah. I don't. I don't like. He hasn't really had any, a reason to name drop him, like by name. But like, like probably if he runs into like Ahsoka kind of... or something, well, but Ahsoka would know. So like, yeah, he yeah. doesn't really have a, a reason to name drop him. Yeah, but last like, episode they yada yada it. He was like, "Hey, I thought you guys weren't together anymore." And then he was like, "He found his way back to me." And then yeah, this, yeah. they've been cagey. They've been like kind of like. I, I think it's because for the casual viewer that didn't watch Boba Fett, you can't just casually say, "Oh yeah, he was training with Luke Skywalker for a year," you know. But like again, I mean, but but naturally, there's no reason to say his name. Like or like yeah. in conversation, like there's no reason. Because Pelimato wouldn't his know. Name. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like yeah. also, is that the droid that they were trying to sell to Luke? Yep. Before our, uh, C3PO was like, like fine. In in A New Hope, R2. is that the same droid? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's R five D four. That's the same droid. Yeah. It's the same droid that technically brought down the the Empire. By agreeing to short circuit itself so that R2 could go instead. Uh the everything hinges on that moment. If that didn't happen, yeah. R2 would never go with Luke and we would never, never, none of it would ever happen. But yes, it is the same droid. Yeah. And I know that because uh, I looked it up. I don't know that off the top of my I don't know that off the top of my head. I, I made sure. Okay. I be like, it's not just right, well, I, I was just like, I was yeah. like, are you? Aw. Um. I'm glad. I'm glad uh, he got he got his little redemption arc. Yeah. We uh we learned that Boonta is a holiday like a drinking big drinking holiday. Boonta mm-hmm. Eve, Boonta. You know, I don't know whether that's been like explicitly Gaw, stated, but the Boonta Eve classic was the one that Anakin, mm-hmm. the pod racing one that Anakin, uh, Anakin won. You know, uh, back in episode one, a lot of ones. Um. But uh yeah, where'd we go after that? I'm trying to to Mandalore. Yeah. Straight to Mandalore. A lot of a lot of big dad energy um from Din telling him about how to read a map and telling him that it's the home world of, world of our people. It's really yeah. bringing him in. That brought a little a little tear to my eye. Uh yeah. He's didn't he do something in the last map. episode like 
teaching him about the star chart? Or yeah, was that he, they're they're no, it was that episode. I, they're really hammering home the like you need to know how to read a map so you can never be lost. That worries me a little bit. That we're really teaching him how to read a map. But yeah. also now they, we have an astromech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fine. So like yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot of this sort of setup. So that was something that I found really interesting. One that the ship has the astromech station um two that we have an astromech um and also that there is this recurring theme of learning to navigate um learning about star systems and that we're getting grogu comfortable sort of being on his own and using the force to sort of um navigate the... yeah i'm really nervous about this <laughs> you think I'm really... you think that both of pedro pascal's characters are going to be dying soon you can't say that <laughs> so i haven't watched the last of us uh-huh. Um, mostly because y'all have been giving it the whole Bojack treatment, <laughs> where everyone's Bojack like, <laughs> the Bojack treatment has just been like everyone just like howling and wheezing and clutching their chest so hard that like I'm just like okay maybe I'm just not emotionally in a place <laughs> where I could handle watching this right now, so mm. I'm gonna wait. And then I'm just, I keep waiting and waiting. And then we get like eight seasons or however far until like the show ends up ending. And I still just haven't watched it. And then I end up knowing everything that happens in the show and that I just don't watch it. And then that's what, that's where I am with Bojack Horseman. And I just probably will never watch the show. And that's probably what uh, is going to be the case with The Last of Us. Because I, I kind of know everything that's happened in the game for exactly yeah. that reason. And uh, and it's it's already happening with the show. I mean, the good news is it'll probably be two maximum of three seasons. But yeah, there's a lot of... There hasn't been like an episode that wasn't devastating in one way or the other. Uh, it's not it's not a real fun watch. Uh, <laughs> like Bojack. Like it. Bojack is also not a fun watch. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, I'm getting that. You can't eat popcorn. That. It's not a popcorn one. Are you, uh, are, it sounds like you'll choke. <laughs> are you guys saying, though, that Din is going to die? No, like, I think that Grogu, I think they're, I think Grogu is going to find himself in a precarious situation where he is stranded alone. I do believe he'll be able to find his way back. I just don't like it when he is in any danger like there's multiple times in my notes that i wrote down it doesn't seem like the baby should be here for this why is the baby in this situation (laughs) there's things in here why are we bringing the baby so i just don't want it's his culture yeah yeah i guess didn't try to share it with him yeah i think i think it's it's mostly that just him being in these precarious situations that stress me out and also just uh yeah it's 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 a lot of that that scares me um also it's just really interesting i'm seeing a lot of I'm, I'm jumping ahead a bit already but there's just a lot of parallels to battlestar galactica that i'm seeing already mm. 
which you know not not to do that uh you know i'm just seeing a lot of starbuck uh, i don't know mm. if you guys watched battlestar galactica but uh, i haven't but i like, know that bo katan is starbuck <laughs> that's I've, i do have the yeah yeah, I've I've I'm I'm familiar with Starbucks. I have yeah. one down the street. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, no, uh, Battlestar was one of my favorite. Was one of my introductions to sci-fi uh, as a genre, and I I love that. Show. It was also one of my like introductions to these sort of like um, screwy like head boinky kind of shows, um, and. The, the end okay jumping ahead but yeah okay let's keep going so uh well where where, where are we sarah uh, uh we, we sent uh, out the yeah we sent out the astromech he got lost he said i'll be right back okay and um, then he but goes then he, but then he like, was right back <laughs> he bucked the stereotype uh yeah, yeah and then there was those aliens the uh those like cave trolls a- alamites let's Is say it? I think that's yeah. what stalactites, that's stalagmites. What, that's what that's what Bo calls them um, towards the end. Uh, yeah, um, he says so. Genuinely, I just want to say this as a blanket statement. I loved this episode, and all of the critiques I have of it are very annoying and petty. But one of them is he says that he's going to pressurize his helmet. Like, I'm assuming that means, and then we hear the breathing, so making it like a like an astronaut helmet right but like yeah we've seen like there's not he just takes off the helmet like there's nothing under his chin he drank water under it so what what is the mechanism that's coming down and pressurizing it some sort of some sort of seal i just want to know how that works yeah like maybe i don't know if i'm complaining or if i just want to know well, it's just like, I think it's just, it's Star Wars spaciness. Like the Mandalorian armor in general is just, there's a whole lot of mystery to it. That yeah. is Especially is, with what uh, Bo-Katan does later. Yeah. Like I was True. like, oh, I didn't yeah. know. That's how, it's like scuba equipment. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, there's a lot of ins and outs and what have you. Uh, <laughs> when it yeah. comes to the Mandalorian <laughs> Yeah, they're armor. fitting a lot in that little helmet. Uh, uh, wanna, yeah, like if you start asking out. questions about those, <laughs> I'm like, I know how I know how roommate is in there, but I'm like, but that's that's uh, not star. Yeah. I don't have any Star Wars technology. I want to shout out some yeah. comments. Uh, comments real quick. Viva Viva Labam Bustums is back. Uh, what's up? Um, says that episode maybe hate Bo less. Welcome to the team. Good. I'm yeah. I'm yeah. I, I think, like, I never hated Bo, but, like, this was a good Bo episode. Made me like yeah, her a little bit more. Yeah. Please. Please. It, she it, deserves it, lots of love. She's... Yeah. Ugh, love her. Um, Viva Love Bam <laughs> Bustums also says that, I think when we were talking about the R-Droid, whatever it was, R5, mm. that it's mm-hmm. the equivalent of the rat in Avengers Endgame. Yeah. It's the little thing that seems inconsequential, but if it didn't happen, the entire thing would have happened. Yeah. yeah. Um. How long? Uh, how long do you think it'll be till we get a solo episode with Grogu? Like just a Grogu solo episode. I th- I think he's gonna get stranded at some point this season. This season. That's my yeah. Somewhere this season. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's yeah. gonna be have to be independent. We're on our way. Yeah. Um, those cave trolls did they deserve to die? Probably, right? Yes, they deserve yeah. to die, and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> they were just trying to eat. Understandable that like he's killing them out of self defense. Okay, yeah. understandable. Uh, they were very labyrinthy. Um, I got a real labyrinth vibe off of them. Very uh, Jim Henson uh, look. Also, Din, don't take out the dark saber. You know you don't know how to use it. He takes he it out to try to fight those it. guys. He can't. It's yeah. it's very funny to watch. And it's like, what did you think? I don't know why he's reaching for it. Probably because he right. lost his spear. Much... Yeah, it's like his yeah. only weapon other than his blaster. Yeah. But he was good with the spear. Yeah. But then, you know. They melted. He did what he needed to do. Yeah, yeah Bo-Katan's got it, though. Yeah, Bo-Katan yeah, kicked a lot more ass than he did. Sure did. Why was yeah. that the case? Because she knows I'm how to wield it. Oh. That. Yeah, just and in he, general, yeah. without the Darksaber, she was kicking a lot yeah. of ass. But I think yeah. maybe she was prepared for it, and it didn't take her by surprise on the edge of a cliff. But also, she, but also she knows... She's she's wielded wielded it before. She knows how to wield the dark saber. She's the dark like, saber, yes, yeah. But like yeah. even just all her other moves, she had the shield. She had the yeah, she, because that's she's done this. Like this yeah. is this isn't new to her. This is true to her. A, like this is this she's is a she's badass. Done. She's a warrior. Yeah, yeah she's yes. a warrior. That's what she's but she's done. Like he's a bounty Din's hunter. Fought. He's used to, but he's used to his opponents are usually like criminals and like normal human or you know like alien like basically street level type threats like she's used to these sort of almost like mythical kind of uh this kind of stuff like this kind of Mm -hmm. level of threat you know like based on the kind of stuff she was doing you know also she's older than him too you know I think Is he she? put himself at a disadvantage by bringing out the dark saber. I think if he would have just continued blasting and like punching them, it would have been fine. But he brought out the the saber and he doesn't know how to use it. Yeah, I mean, I love him. He's delightful, but he doesn't know how to use that saber. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think, think that did... it's like like handicapped him. Yeah. Huh. Um, and I think he was taken by surprise. I think there was a lot of factors. I I don't think. Um, I feel like maybe there will be people that are like this emasculated Din. Why is Bo-Katan so much better than Din? But I don't think that. I think it was just that she was more prepared for the situation. Um, and then she. But had also, the dark they're saber. just different level of fighters. They're different. Yeah. Like they're different levels of 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 fighters. They're like she she kicks more butt than him because of her her training. She's she is. A, a different level yeah. of of skilled than him, and also she like had... he's not a warrior. She is. Yeah, she's a warrior. Right, he's, he's a cowboy. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Percent, yeah. and also like she's trained specifically with the dark saber. Yeah. Um, Viva La Bambusum says, "Can't wait for Ezra or Sabine to train Din, or even Bo-Katan." What's their relationship? What's going on here? 
is warming up. Are you yeah. are you insinuating there's going to be a romantic relationship between Bo-Katan and Din Djarin? I don't think it's necessary, so it would <laughs> seem out of nowhere. But I also, I want Din to find somebody. Bo-Katan doesn't have to find anyone. If she's cool on her own, she's cool on her own. I want Din to find somebody. I want Din to be to to have someone to raise his child with. And so it should be, and, and it should be me. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't see. I don't see a whole lot of romantic, um, soft. I don't. I don't know. I don't see a whole lot of. I don't know. And and I'm a big fan of enemies to lovers kind of thing. Uh, but I don't yeah. really see that with them just yet. Like I don't. I don't. I don't see that. I don't see that connection there with them. Um, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm picking up too much queer energy from from Bo-Katan but yeah I um, yeah I don't see that yeah I don't see a, a romance thing between them but I do I I liked that when she was when she saw the star writer she was like oh I'm gonna get rid of him once and for all didn't I tell you and then like as soon as she saw he was in trouble she's like where is he let's go right away it's that whole thing of like she wants to be left alone but the minute she had the opportunity to jump in and help him she did which is something I appreciate about her character. She is kind of like curmudgeon right? She's like, leave me alone in my castle to sulk until I have the opportunity to jump into action and then I will. Yeah, I thought from the first episode that she hated Din. I think she's just depressed. Yeah. I think she hates everything. Yeah. Also, both of those yeah. things aren't mutually exclusive. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But like she went to you go know? save him, right? Like I thought she yeah. was just not a fan of him. Yeah, but and I mean, mm. I could, I could, I could hate you, and also, you know, not want to, you know, watch your little alien baby grow up without you. I know. How can you look into those eyes and be like, your dad's on his own? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh no, that's too bad, huh? All right, well, <laughs> here's some rations. You and your little astromech have fun out there. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Din gets trapped by a giant giant spider droid looking Crab? thing with yeah. a tiny, tiny little general grievous looking dude inside of him. There's um, something organic. Like, that was delightful. A, a crab ra- there's, a yeah, there's something. Cra- crab situation. Yeah. Like and a, it was gonna take a, his a blood. Doll crab. Was that what it was trying to do? Yeah, I think it was taking his blood out of him. For what purpose? I don't know. That there's, thing but there's needs... something. Yeah, there's something organic within the littlest part. There's an eyeball. So I don't know. If yeah. I, I don't know. <gasps> I thought he was gonna be like a slug, or or a bug inside the robot. There's something in there. But yeah. yeah, it looked to me like it was taking his blood into some dirty tubes. Ew. Real gross. Gross. Um, I also want to shout out uh I watch with the subtitles on because I am an old lady. Uh and the subtitle groaning softly happened a lot. <laughs> there was a lot of soft groaning coming from uh Pedro Pascal in this episode, and I appreciate that. Um, delightful, love a soft groan. Uh, it, um, it was probably at least five or six times it popped up on the subtitles. I was like, okay. Huh. 
I like it. It's better just like squelching. Yeah, better everything. Yeah, everything's better than squelching. <laughs> uh, all I know is I want a I want them to release a Lego set of that character. Ooh, that'd be fun to put together. Yeah. Because I still right now don't understand what that thing was. So that thing was kind of like a bionicle kind of looking thing. Mm. Like I have a I have a bionicle that kind of has this like staff and he's just like like that. And so, okay, that was like him as a thing, right? And then he climbs into the crab and then the crab's like mm-hmm. so they i don't know it'd be cool it'd be cool like i'm enjoying the sound effects of how you're describing <laughs> yeah. that yeah accurate. you know very accurate um what was i what was i saying yes anyway it'd be a cool lego set uh and yeah. and I think I think we're up to date on the episode of when Bo-Katan starts being a badass, and we can spend the rest of the time talking about how much we love Bo-Katan. Um, yeah, I sure. I think it's weird that we get maybe it's just me, and I want to see Mandalore in all its glory. But I feel like there's so many moments that seem like it is a flashback, or there's about to be a flashback, like episode one. Literally everyone that I know thought that that was Baby Din. They thought it was a flashback to him being yeah, like everybody across the board. Um, yeah. And then when she- Add me was, to the list. Yeah, when she was flying down and she said it didn't used to look like this, it like slow zoomed into her eyes and I was like, flashback. Fl-, and, then, <laughs> and I was like, dang it. Yeah. Um, and I know there's a lot of people that during Obi-Wan were on like Satine reference watch and they never mentioned Satine. And here she talks about her dad. And I was like, did you have any siblings, Bo-Katan? No. <laughs> okay, I guess we're... But I did like when she said that I've uh, she's known quite a few Jedis. Yeah. Uh, I was like, yes, you have. Yes, you have. Sure I got did. excited. Like, you want to yeah, talk about them? You did. <laughs> and then she's like, and I will wanna, not. Do you want to talk about her now? No, no, no. Like, we, we know. We know which ones you know. <laughs> um, um, it also looked like Grogu like, snarled at her. He did a lot of facial expressions that I haven't seen on him before. When he was like, he saw that alligator bat thing. Yeah. And was like, stop. Also known as goes, a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> An alligator bat is just a dragon. It's true. That's okay. <laughs> fair. I forgot, okay. I forgot the word for things. And <laughs> she's like, I know you're scared, but you have to lead me to him. And he did like a like little thing yeah, with his mouth. Right. And I was like, okay. <laughs> just, I'm just tracking the new Grogu facial expressions. Yeah, he's getting an attitude. Yeah. Um, and then the next 51. thing... Yeah, the next thing in my notes, um, I put a lot of groaning softly in the subtitles. Um, is he draining his blood? Question mark. And then the next thing is just, oh hell yeah, and that is the part where where she picks up the dark saber. Mm. And my only note was, oh hell yeah, I loved it. Uh, she so fights. Happy. She fights Mister Bionicle. Mm-hmm. She defeats him. Mm-hmm. She saves Din. Great. And then Din's like, all right, show me to the show me to the waters. 
Also, uh, just side note, is the I feel like it's kind of tedious to track the Darksaber ownership, but technically if that droid took that dark the Darksaber off Din after capturing him and then Bo-Katan defeated that guy, isn't the Darksaber technically hers now? Like, I feel like the Darksaber ownership contention is over. He captured um, Din, ooh. took his saber off of him, then she grabbed it and defeated him with it? It might have to do ooh. with whether your opponent actually believes in that. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, no, I mean, no. No, because Din, that Din wasn't didn't what believe happened. in it. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't know if Moff Gideon believed in it or if he just took it because it was cool. Mm-hmm. Or maybe does a droid count as an opponent? No. There's organic matter in that thing. I think I think so, too. Oh. I think it counts. Yeah, sure. Just give it to her. So yeah, can... just give it to her. She deserves I, She's she obviously it. better with it. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, we get to the, the living. I loved just the entire walk down to the living waters with them chatting it up. Like I, I love them talking to each other. I love the rapport that they have. I love the moment where she said that her dad died defending Mandalore and he like took it really seriously. Um, I thought that was a lovely. She's an amazing tour guide. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. On your left, (laughs) you can see. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then no, she's she's such a great tour guide. I love it. I would I would love to just like <laughs> l- walk with her and just like yeah, no, hold hands and just just stroll through the ruins of Mandalore together. Yeah. Agree. Uh, no. Hard agree. And then she did the what are you I'm looking okay. at at Grogu? after the pause she's like what are you looking at and i was like i love them so much this little <laughs> this little three yeah this little three person crew is a delightful delightful rapport all around and then yeah, yeah he goes yeah. to bathe in the living waters doesn't take his shirt off which i think is a grievous error don't get in a there gr- with the best scar a general grievous gr- error <laughs> i just wanted it's like i I knew it wasn't gonna happen, but still, I can. Does still he get be dragged into the water, or sure. does he fall down like a drop off? Uh, yeah, it no. Like so a that's drag when things get. Yeah, no. So then that's this is when we start getting into BSG territory, and uh, where things start getting really weird, and uh, where I start going like, oh, this is giving like. BSG Mr. Robotty type vibes. So now Why? we're getting into like because like okay, so now we're in the water and things are getting weird. What happened, guys? There was a mythosaur down there. There's a yeah. yeah. I didn't know mythosaurs could be underwater. <laughs> What's a mythosaur? I don't know. The mythosaur like, is. The mythosaur is the symbol that they have on all of their stuff is the mythosaur skull. And it was said yeah. to be yeah. like this ancient thing that the original like Mandalorian or Mandalore like rode and like n- we've never seen it as far as I know. Yeah, but what is it? It's like a big ass elephant. It's like an elephant woolly mammoth looking thing. So it's That's a mammal? like Yeah. I mean as far as I okay. I mean we don't have this is like a big deal. Um, 
So like, that's what I'm saying. When, so you, like, when you look it up, it says like it's a ju- it, when it's when you look up on like Wikipedia or something, it's like what's the physical description of the mythosaur? And they're like, it's big. That's right. it. So like, so, we've never seen it. Right. So for so when I say this gives like Battlestar like type vibes, it's just sort of like the way this registered to me was like so his insignia and everything and like all of his sort of like the mythology of whatever around like his whole thing was like the, the mythosaur and like all of his like all of his stuff ended up being around this and so it's sort of like his like his leitmotif all of his sort of um I guess mythology around Din Djarin and all of that is sort of built around the mythosaur, you know, like granted, this is like a, a big thing in, in Mandalorians and stuff, but like, he is like the Mandalorian and like, there's just this sort of like thing about him and, and, and like the myth around him as this main character in the story for us and for like the people who know him as like a bounty hunter and like the people outside of um Mandalorianism who like know him they know him as you know the Mandalorian outside mm-hmm. of everything you know and so him being so drawn to this place and being the connection that like sort of wants to sort of be um drawing everyone back to this place and um being this connection back to everything i'm rambling none of this is anyway (laughs) it's just sort of this mythical creature actually being there and pulling bo-katan back to this and her being this sort of non-believer and everything and making her stare directly back into the face of you know this sort of thing that she had lost her connection to it's it's just sort of this like crazy like the moment of sort of like the all it's, along the watchtower moment of uh, it's gonna be hard to yeah it's gonna to be a big this is gonna be a big kind of turning point i think for bo-katan because she's yeah. the i mean she's the han solo of all the you know hokey religions whatever type stuff mm-hmm. and for her to see the mythosaur and she at this mm-hmm. point is the only one that's seen it because I'm assuming Din was unconscious. Um, but for me, and this might be a pipe dream, but we see Grogu with the Rancor having that connection with it and like calming it in 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 uh, uh, the finale for Boba Fett. And yeah. then we know that Din is not super good with animals because back in season one, Quill kind of makes fun of him about riding the blurg and he's like your ancestors rode the mythosaur and he's like you know get you know you can ride a blurg um and then we got the purgles last episode which ezra had a connection through the force with so i'm just hoping we get baby grogu riding a mythosaur i feel like the combination of we got the previously on where the armor was talking about there's going to be a new age of Mandalore. It's like prophesied that the mythosaur will like rise again, which first of all, as an English teacher, I didn't like, cause I was like, cool. So there's going to be a mythosaur this episode. Like they did way too many for me where I was like the previously on mentioned mythosaurs, we had a big mythosaur skull last episode. 
And then Bo-Katan mm. was like, if they survive down here, what else could survive? And I was like, I get it. There's going to be a mythosaur. Like, God. Also, rise like, again. Leave it alone. Saying, yeah. using, using the word rise. Yeah. And she was like, like there's rising gonna out be, of water. It's going to be a new age of the Mandalore. So my thing is, if we can do the force connection with the animals, plus he's a foundling of Mandalore now, um, it just goes on to the old theory of the Mandalorian is Grogu. Like he's going to be yeah. the one to unite the force and the Mandalorians and ride that mythosaur back into a new golden age of Mandalore. And the word it, choice of using the word rise for the, the yeah. uh, mythosaur rising out of water. That's. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Cool. And I thought it was cool. That's I thought they gave cool us thing. just enough of it. Like we saw the tusk, we saw the eye, and then when it like moved away, mm. you got the silhouette of yes. what the skull looks like. So cool! I'm yeah. I was delighted. Poor Boba Fett though, because Boba Fett has the Mythosaur insignia. Yes, uh, Din's is the Mudhorn, but yeah, yeah, Boba Fett has the Mythosaur signet. Yeah, but like, like Boba Fett's not around to say hi to the Mythosaur. <laughs> Ben is gonna it. say it. Take like, it back. Or what if the mythosaur is just a Bo Katan thing? Oh, because it's this is about Bo Katan being leader of the Mandalorians, right? Oh, it's not about Din. It's not about Grogu oh. being the one true leader of the Mandalorians. What if Bo Katan finally earns her place as queen? Oh, I also yeah. Like what if that? the mythosaur is about Bo Katan? Because she's yeah. the one that, that saw it. Didn't, yeah. didn't see it. Yeah. I think it matter, It would matter more down to her. to save him. Yeah, yeah, she went down to save him. She made the choice to go save him. Yeah, again, in the scuba outfit. Like, I didn't know it works that way. I didn't know her, <laughs> her, her the, pack, pack works, works underwater. underwater. But okay. Because you're oh, yeah. right, uh, Dinjarin's symbol is the mudhorn. Yeah, mm. he's already he's already reached. You know, he's done his animal thing, and and I think yeah, Boba right. Fett is hanging out with Rancors and stuff. Boba Fett's good. Yeah, but like right. Bo-Katan, we've never seen her deal with an animal. You know, this is her Patronus. Look at you Just mixing up stuff, but yeah, um, <laughs> you know, this is I. I Again, I, I think that like her her story is is like her own redemption, right? Like she's so depressed. She like all the people, the people she was responsible for have like gone. They just left. Like nobody respects her. She's a queen without a country. Stupid. You know? Yeah. I, I would I would I never leave Bo Katan. Yeah, I would never abandon her. I want to. I, I will be her throne. Yeah. <laughs> drape, yeah, drape yourself upon me, Bo Katan. Um, I yeah. Here's a cup holder. I'm. <laughs> I'm so excited to see where like where this is going to go for Bo-Katan. And I, I see now, at first I was kind of like, it's weird that Bo-Katan 
is such a, like it's you know they had that poster that came out with like the book it was like half Bo-Katan half Din um and I was like okay like she's like gonna be a real big part and I didn't like that they ended last episode with her because it felt like tacked on but yeah. now I'm like okay they were wetting our appetites for Bo-Katan because it's a big Bo-Katan episode um yeah maybe it's because like i never need a primer i'm always ready to jump in with bo-katan um but i like that they have a rapport i'm this is going to be a big moment for her that she uh you know it's like the magic coming back in right like she Mm -hmm. is you know she's so disillusioned you know she's not quite to din's level nor will i think she get there nor do i want her to get there but the fact that this tradition that she kind of scoffs at for good reason i mean she's been burned pretty substantially um yeah but that she was yeah that she was the one to see the mythosaur while she was rescuing another mandalorian i mean it's just it's real magical i was like like i said i I was like okay they're foreshadowing the mythosaur like obviously but i didn't expect in the water by the way i'm afraid yeah i didn't either water I'm afraid of deep water. I'm afraid of those animals that are there. Mm. Like in episode one where there's always a bigger fish, that shit freaks me out. And dark water where you just like look and there's suddenly like an eyeball of like some huge creature. That's scary. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of her. She did so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Viva Laban Bustums says something that I just wanted to touch on because people bring it up for everything. Um, Crazy thought. What do you think the chances of Bo sacrificing herself for Mandalore at the end of the season? Zero. I think, I think, wait, what? But the chances are zero. <laughs> if that happens, I have to rethink riot. all the decisions I've made in my life. Um, Cause yeah. I'll, be, I'll be real mad. I, yeah. people have been talking about gardens of galaxy, right? And like, I did a TikTok video about my odds of who I think is going to die. I think you got to think of like the story element of like who deserves a happy ending, who, which, which characters are just better served finally having their happy ending. Like Rocket Raccoon is not going to die in Guardians. I'm calling it. Like people say he's going to die. He's not going to die. He's getting his happy ending. This whole, the whole movie of Guardians is about him being tortured and experimented upon and being made into this creature he never asked to be. But, like, he also is capable of love. Anyway, the point being is, I don't know whether Bo-Katan's ultimate purpose is to sacrifice herself for Mandalore. Either her ultimate purpose is to rule Mandalore and be the queen that they need, that her people need. I feel like it's a much more satisfying arc for her to kind of learn to, like, embrace the mythological part of Mandalore that she's been so cynical about. Like, that's that's the more important thing and even here she's talking about like we were fighting each other over like complicated things which like okay yeah you were also a big part of that but it's okay i forgive you (laughs) um (laughs) but this idea that she's kind of seeing clearly what the problems were and now yeah i think i think it's positioning her to uh yeah to be the ruler that that mandalore needs you know she's reflecting a lot about it you know i used to didn't used to look like this. I, I ruled it for a little bit and now it's a tomb. Like she's very introspective um, about mm-hmm. what has happened. And yeah, I think yeah. she can 
grow through all of this and become um the woman of my dreams <laughs> uh, not to say she's not already <laughs> yeah. yeah uh i want yeah. i want more of her team of mandalorians like i want her team back again whatever that team was in season two i think yeah who's that who was that wwe diva that was on uh that was one of the uh, mandalorians sasha something i don't know yeah yeah sasha baron cohen yeah, yeah. i was like i know <laughs> i feel like her name was sasha uh yeah i hope she uh, can be persuaded to keep the dark saber um since she technically won it i hope din could reason with her um i'm still concerned because i thought they were setting her up for a villain type arc i yeah. i hope they don't do that at all i don't think I, they will i i think they would not at this point get this far into it and then be like actually she's bad right um, yeah i don't think they're doing that i think at yeah. this point um i think at this point they're this is her redemption arc i think I think they they basically sent her on this path of uh, she because she she essentially was right that there was a lot of nonsense that was being sold to Din from his end um, of the Children of the Watch or or whatever, but also there was she needed something to believe in and something to push her to be the leader that Mandalore needs, yeah, and. I think she is an amazing leader and I think she is she's a good person and she doesn't deserve the hate she gets. I think she's a great woman and she's a great tour guide and <laughs> she's she's great at um she's a strong swimmer. Strong too. She, she makes makes and a she's great strong. Pop I mean, he has to be so heavy with the Beskar and i mean yeah she's a, yeah she's amazing yeah no she's awesome and I, I just i i i'm really happy that they yes and also yes i think um i think this this season will hopefully the season will end with her leading mandalore and having um a happy resolve um resolution and and it won't hopefully with her sacrificing herself yeah, yeah. because that would be a very uh not satisfying ending i yeah i would i might riot if if that's <laughs> yeah no, what i will be there going for. this this is yeah, my belief that's... this is my belief about people in real life and characters it's easy to die like like tony stark when he sacrifices himself at the end of uh end game i'm like that was tony taking the easy way out uh, I'm sorry. Staying alive, making active choices to redeem yourself, active choices to make things better, that has way more of an impact. And There's... so, like, I don't know, Bo-Katan continuing, continue, continuing to be a good queen to her people means a lot more to me. Yeah, and there's nothing I like less than a redemption arc that ends in a sacrifice. <laughs> oh, you finally yeah, got yeah. the redemption and you're dead. Um yeah. right. Like maybe they Yondu, done it in Star Wars and I hate I it. hate to bring it back to MCU, but like yet when Yondu dies in Guardians 2, it's sad. It's definitely sad. And like it works for, maybe for Yondu because he's such a relatively minor character. But like technically, if Yondu wanted to be the best uh best daddy. 
he should have spent time with Peter. He could have, there was no other choice for him in this, in this respect, but like he should have spent more time with Peter. You want to be a good daddy? Spend father son time. You know, that's an active thing. I, yeah, I, okay. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to be like, just like Din does with his son. Um, right. I, I also feel like if we can get Sabine in here, you know, that's just one more type of Mandalorian um, for Din to get to know that will maybe get him to maybe put away the more culty aspects of the group that he's a part of. Um, you know, maybe it was just a tip of the hat to Rebels. I don't know. Maybe we won't see Sabine. I don't know. But I know that she's out there and we will see her soon. So um, I feel yeah. good about that. But I yeah. this was Bo-Katan's episode. I thought it was amazing. Yes. Um, one of my dear friends is a Bo-Katan cosplayer and she went to the premiere and saw this and said that the person next to her was so mad at her because she was like, yeah, like screaming. And I was like, I would have been too. Like you're in full Bo-Katan cosplay. Like watching yes. this happen on the big screen. I was like, that that's I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. Like that's amazing. I was sitting on my couch doing it. I was like, when she picked up that dark saber, it was like transcendent for me. I was like, I love Bo Katan. I've loved Bo Katan for a long time. So watching her kick that much ass with the dark saber, I was like, this is who the dark saber's supposed to be with. It's for her. Let her have it. I would have lost it. I probably you would have lost the dark saber next. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I would have lost my mind if I was next to a Bo Katan cosplayer while all uh, this was happening. Yeah. Um, also, how I many episodes did would... they see at the premiere? Two. They saw the first two, and it was wow. a surprise that they showed them. They thought they were only going to see the first one, and then yeah. they were like, "Surprise! Here's the second one too." Mm. Yeah. So she's been holding on to that knowledge for a week. I was like, good, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could. Uh, where do we, where do we think, uh, before we get going, where do we think this, uh, the next season or the next episode's going? Where do we see the season going? I have no idea. Tell? And I, I'm, yeah, I'm shocked because it's like the entire setup for the season was he needs to go to Mandalore to bathe in the living waters. And I thought that was going to be many episodes for us to get to the living waters but like episode two and he's done it right yeah. so the rest of it is like i don't know where it's going from here and that's Maybe. exciting for me oh those pirates remember those pirates in the first episode those pirates are going to come back at some point yeah uh i, I think i, I think we're going to see more clans more different clans of Mandalorians. I I hope so. I I hope that the finding of the Mythosaur is like a a beacon, right? Like I hope that it is. I hope the season is like the rebuilding of Mandalore. Like if that's where we're going, that's I'll, I'll be delighted. Like Bo-Katan, yeah. you know, I yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I genuinely have no clue what to expect. I have no idea where to go because like yeah genuinely I thought it was going to be a whole thing getting to Mandalore and getting to these waters and like we already did that one and done and so like I don't know what to expect I think we might get Hondo or something like we might get yeah. some like pirate hijinks 
we might get some links to Ahsoka, some Grogu series. Yeah, some some Grogu nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> some Astro Mechery. I don't yeah. know. Like I, I sincerely have no clue what to expect now, and that's really exciting. And I think that that was kind of like, I think maybe the the waters of um of Mandalore were kind of. I'm not going to say a red herring because we got the mythosaur from it, but I think it was kind of like a misdirection yeah. uh, where we kind of expected that to be the whole thing. It also the IG 88 thing where we thought that was yeah. going to be a bigger deal than it was. And it ended up yeah. not even being a thing. And even so. the marketing of Bo-Katan, like in all the trailers, Bo-Katan was very like adversarial, you know, to, to Din. And yeah. like by episode two, they're kind of, I mean, they're connecting. They're they're. I'm not buddy buddy yet, but they're connecting. So I feel like the entire setup for the season was a bit of a misdirect, yeah. and that is that's yeah, very yeah. That's, that's right up my alley. Yeah, dude. I'm. That's that's so up my alley. Yeah, I have <laughs> yeah. no idea what to expect in the next episode. Yeah, and I'm, I, I'm, I absolutely I'm, love that. I'm along for as the ride, a, as opposed to The Last of Us, where I know exactly what to expect in the finale and am terrified. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Um, <laughs> as uh as we close with this episode i want to thank everybody out there for watching uh you are watching us live on twitch.tv slash the keek show uh not on youtube.com slash the keek show because we are uh we're, we're, we've been naughty <laughs> you know we've we've been bad people um and uh youtube is punishing us for that um whatever the reason is uh you we are on twitch and youtube uh, you're listening to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and now Stitcher. Uh, we're on a bunch of different podcast channels. Uh, shout out to Velozan who just jumped in and said, Did the jump scare get you guys? Is it the jump scare the, the, from the, the mythosaur? Yeah, maybe. Uh, it didn't it didn't get the jump scare part didn't get me. It's just being underwater gets me. So I'm not a big fan of that. Hmm. Um, I don't like I don't like buildings underwater. I don't like when oh. you can't see the bottom. Like when a tree is growing out of a lake and you don't know where the tree ends. Yeah. There's yeah, there's a lake up in Northern California by where my aunt lives that was a city that got flooded and all the buildings oh. were still there at the bottom, and that's my worst nightmare. Yeah. You can go scuba yeah. diving in there, and I was like, I would literally not do that for a million dollars. That's the worst thing that's ever. Fair. Yeah. Um Shout out to Viva La Bam Bustums. Shout out to Matthew X Meehan. Um, thank you guys so much for, for watching. Uh, before we get going, uh, Sarah, uh, my co-host, where can we find you next? Other than on the next episode of Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah next episode. My, my last week of double Pedro Pascal, um, tragically. Although this week it's triple because he's on Hot Ones on Thursday. So... It's a triple, a triple scoop of Pedro. Um, so I'm on Instagram and TikTok <laughs> at Ms. underscore Marauder. Um, we actually have cosplay content coming up. Uh, I'm bad at filming my process, but our, our Joel and Ellie uh, cosplays are done from The Last of Us, um, and we'll be doing a shoot soon. And then our uh, Incanto Mandalorians are 90% done. So those will be debuting probably next week or the or at WonderCon. So we got some cosplays. All right. All right, cool, cool, cool. I can't wait. I can't wait to see your stuff, Sarah. I'm excited. I'm very the 
her tiny my daughter is six years old and she's doing a mirror about the mandalorian um and i'm like crying as i'm like sewing it together now because i'm at the stage where i'm putting like the velcro onto the little vest and i'm embroidering her skirt with like mandalorian themes along with the Encanto themes and like the now that it's getting close to completion i'm like openly weeping as i'm like embroidering stuff so it's gonna be very cute yeah um uh nidra where can we find you online what do you got coming up anything you want to plug um yeah so i'm nidra loves jedi on instagram and twitter um and i'm nidra loves cosplay on tiktok um i am basically more active on twitter these days because it's just easier to type out nonsensical thoughts um but i am going to be posting hopefully some music content soon um i've been kind of doing that stuff lately i've just not been sharing it because who wants to hear (laughs) people making noise with guitars and stringed instruments and uh, uh. maybe maybe if you All guys right. are good i'll make you guys hear that make you guys right. i do i want to hear stuff. that <laughs> do you i do okay, maybe <laughs> okay maybe maybe we'll see but yeah it's all gonna be like this song everywhere. this song is dedicated to bo-katan um <laughs> oh, i might do that <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah, Nidra Loves Jedi everywhere except TikTok, where it's Nidra Loves Cosplay. Um, And yeah, uh, I'm not going to Star Wars Celebration, womp womp. Uh, But uh, yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, But yeah, so yeah, I'll be living in your your phones and computers uh, for the foreseeable future. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's it. All right. All right. Sounds good. Uh, For anyone out there who hasn't followed the Keeg on social media, TikTok and and Instagram are two biggest ones at the Keeg Show. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at the Keeg Show as well. It's pretty much at the Keeg Show or slash the Keeg Show wherever you get your social media. Um, again, we're on podcasts, we're on live streams. Let us know you are out there. Uh, I don't know who's listening, who's watching. Like, comment, subscribe, write a review, do your thing. You listen to the podcast. Let us know where. I don't. I, I have no idea what platform people are using these days. So we're on like six different platforms, you know, because uh, we can't just pick just one. Um, other than that, the Mandalorian After Show is every Wednesday, like early, early, early morning um, for every single episode. Uh, we also got Comic Talk uh, from the Keeg uh, every Thursday evening. Uh, we have the Keeg Talks every weekend. And then uh, back to the Mandalorian after show. We do a lot. We do a lot. Definitely stay tuned and follow uh, or subscribe on patreon.com slash the Keeg show. If you know that interests you as well. Our next Keeg talks is uh, we're talking the Oscars. So when the Oscars come out this Sunday, uh, we're doing an episode on that Monday right after to talk about it. So um, there's some cool things coming up. I'm definitely excited for it. So uh, either way, uh, thank you, Sarah, so much for being co-host yet again. Of course. Happy to do it. And yeah, uh, I'm glad to have you. Uh, and Nidra, thank you so much for being guest uh, on this after show yet again. Yeah, anytime. All right. <laughs> I'll hold you to that. Anytime. <laughs> anytime. All right. Any place. Uh, think- What's up? Huh? 
Wait, what did you say? Any place. It makes no sense. Yeah, it makes okay. Any place. Anytime. Um either way. Uh thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you guys so much for uh watching. Once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. And this has been the Mandalorian After Show, season three, episode two. Take care. See you guys next week. <laughs>